Welcome back to Awakened Conversations with Kate. And today's episode is going to serve you tremendously well if you would like to boost your self-belief. Now, something that I see within the healing, spiritual communities is a demonization sometimes of the mind, a demonization of your ego. And I disagree with this, and I will explain why within the episode. I want to bring that to your attention because there can sometimes be this over-cleansing, over-purifying your experience as a human. And I was speaking about this within the coaching certification that I'm involved in at the moment. We must feel whole to have this sense of confidence. If there is a feeling of lack within us, then belief is going to be limited as well. And what does it take to feel whole? It takes truly seeing, witnessing, and owning all aspects of who you are and not just cherry picking. And that includes having an ego and having a mind. So the frame of reference here is let's not make the mind an enemy. The mind is a really, really powerful piece of, let's say, technology. It's like an operating machine. And To boost your self-belief, as we'll be diving into within the episode, is in part to come into a more empowered relationship with your mind. It's not that the mind is wrong or something that we want to rid ourselves of. You know, even within meditation practice, there can be a bit of a misconception that when you meditate, you're trying to clear the mind of thought. It's not that. When you're meditating, it's a really powerful opportunity to become the observer and through a daily practice or a consistent practice, rest back into that role of observer and simply notice the nature of your mind, of how the external stimulation you've been exposed to recently or the things that you're navigating in your life impact the way that your mind is creating thoughts, you know, the frequency of them, the tone of them, and your relationship to them. In essence, the quality of your thinking informs how you're feeling, and how you're feeling dictates the type of moves you make in your life, the kind of action that you take or don't take. So... This is precisely what I do with my clients in coaching as we get to the root of this feedback loop. The start of the feedback loop are the beliefs that you are carrying within your nervous system. These are installed at a very, very young age and they can be shifted. Although they present as hard truths, they are in fact beliefs and we can evolve with practice, with devotion, with conscious intention, we can evolve our beliefs, which upgrades our way of thinking, which changes how we feel. And if we're feeling more confident, more full of belief in ourselves, of course, the actions that we take in life are also going to evolve in a really empowered direction. What you desire is completely possible for you. 
but note that internal landscape changes first and your outer reality will follow suit and match it. The choice of growth is always available and right now I have my final private coaching spaces open for the year where we excavate those old outdated beliefs getting to the root of what is holding you stuck, holding you back and replace them with conscious beliefs that are supporting you in where you wish to go. Number one is to re-familiarize yourself with your mind's biological function so that you truly realize it's not the enemy, it's not doing anything wrong, but its function is to keep you alive. The brain is concerned with survival and so along with that, because it wants to do such an excellent job for you, It is on hyper alert to be seeking out any potential threat to your survival. Say, for example, it's dark, you can't see fully, or there's low visibility, it's a foggy day, and you see something in the distance. All of a sudden, you are scared. You've misinterpreted a twig in the distance as a snake or as a frog, (laughs) I don't know, something that puts you on edge and you're having a very real visceral reaction to the way that your brain has perceived, keyword perceived, what is in front of you. So much of what feels like truth is actually perception. So much of what feels like truth is actually perception. And this explains why, for example, you may have attended an event and spoken on stage or performed or you've done something and you finish and your internal perception of what happened can be so different to your partners, your friends, your mums, your dads. They might be praising you and saying you did an incredible job with this and you're like, what are you talking about? I completely messed that up because through the filtration system of your perception, The evidence that your brain has gathered and kept hold of and given power to were all the things that didn't go right. Whereas the people who love you are looking through very different eyes in that moment. They're seeing you shine, they're seeing you overcome something, or they're witnessing your talent shine through. Take another example. Watching a football match, a rugby match, anything where there are two sides, depending on who you're rooting for, The external event is being perceived very, very differently. Now, why have I shared all of that in relation to boosting your self-belief? Because understanding the biological functioning of your mind and its role in keeping you safe and of not giving you hard, accurate facts, but actually seeking and only really valuing the evidence that supports what is already being believed internally is really powerful in starting to shift the amount of self-belief you have. You will create a life full of as much possibility as your beliefs allow, as your perceptions allow. Rather than demonizing the mind and being imprisoned by a negative feedback loop that has been operating for a certain amount of time, truly self-leading souls are using the incredible power of their mind consciously and in a really empowered way. 
So point number two is around the power and impact your perception has on the quality of your life and on the levels of belief you get to have. And before I go deeper into the power of perception, this is why when I'm working with my clients through coaching, whether it's one-to-one or group programs, we start from the really important foundation of A, you are whole. There's no elusive missing piece that you need to find. It's simply about starting to work with your power on a more conscious and intentional level. So we can unravel from the stuff that is not supportive, unravel from the beliefs that aren't even yours in the first place, and really start to refine and install that which is true for you and that which is going to take you towards what you truly desire. And B, as we do upgrade and evolve into this more empowered relationship with ourselves, we never shame, we never guilt, or we never judge how we have been up until this point. Because we are all always doing the best we can with what is available to us in that moment. If you had lived the exact same life as the person you are currently judging, you would be responding to it in the same way they are. And this really speaks to the power of our perception. And what we can do through coaching, through conscious self-inquiry, inquiry, looking within, is begin to look at bridging the gap between this conscious part of ourself who may want to be more of a risk taker, who may want to be taking leaps forward and experiencing new levels of confidence and new realities and possibilities opening up as a result of taking steps forward. And the 90%, the subconscious part of us that is perhaps still running this program, perhaps still operating off this software that is saying, you're not safe to do so. Safety is the foundation. Without feeling safe, you aren't in the space where you can even possibly begin to dream or act on any dreams. Imagine, for example, you're about to skydive and they're like, okay, we're ready, you can go now. And you're thinking, hold on, I don't have a parachute attached to me. I don't have any safety equipment on me. There's no way in hell I'm jumping out of this airplane. And so the safety that I'm talking about is an internally cultivated type of safety. If as an adult you are neglecting your body and only using your body, use your body of course, but if you are neglecting a real relationship with your body, you are missing out on the opportunity to live a fulfilling life because your body is so wise. Some of you will have heard of the book, The Body Keeps the Score. Far greater than the mind, your body keeps the score. And so to develop your self-belief, come into relationship with your body, acknowledge who you are as a, a whole being and not only your mind. All of your experiences are imprinted in your cells and this is where our true healing can occur. And despite how we may have been taught, 
we aren't these separate parts in isolation. We are one big system. And it's why my coaching style is so powerful and unique. Typically, you go to a therapist to talk and take care of the mind. You go to the gym to take care of your body. You go to meditation for your soul. And it's like, no, for true transformation, we get to bring our whole self to the table all at once. If every day you are waking up and you are immediately go, 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 just using the body, go, 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 identifying with the mind, straight away all of your attention, all of your awareness, all of your focus is external and it's it's no wonder that you're not feeling this sense of wholeness, that you're not feeling that you have something to believe in. It's no wonder that you're lacking in self-belief because you are neglecting a huge aspect of who you are. I know from the statistics, the demographics, whatever it is, <laughs> that most of you are female and identify as female, especially for those of you that are cyclical, you have a period, you have a menstruation cycle. Learn the language of your body and how it speaks to you. Just as you learnt, because society prioritises this type of learning, just as you learnt to understand English, to articulate yourself with words, to express what is going on inside to the outside world. Start boosting your self-belief by beginning to tune back in. Your body is so, so wise and embodiment is the root of healing. You've heard me say this so many times before. We do not grow, we do not transform through thought alone. The body gets to be involved. And as you nurture relationship with your body, as this connection grows and you are feeling an internally cultivated sense of safety, one that isn't fragile and dependent on loads of external things being a certain way, then you have the springboard to start Believing in yourself enough where you can explore, where you can thrive, where you can start to come back into an empowered relationship with change. Because guess what? The funny thing is, as humans, we actually really love overcoming challenge. We actually really love putting ourselves in situations that we have to rise up and meet. We think we want it easy. We think we want it easy. But if you've ever taken a decent amount of time off of work, you'll know the first couple of days feels amazing. Slobbing around, not having an alarm, chilling out, catching up on some TV. And then after a few days of doing that, we're bored. We want challenge. We want experiences to influence us and evolve us. This is actually a really crucial component of how you boost your self-belief, of how you gain confidence. So the shortest version of this podcast would have been, how do you boost your self-belief? Answer, you expose yourself to challenges where you get the experience of boosting your self-belief through rising to the challenge end of podcast. <laughs> that could have been it because it, it is fundamentally as simple as that. 
But when you may be coming up against subconscious programming that's saying, oh, you can't rise to the challenge, to wrap this up, I want you to start cleaning up your language. This is still within the perception piece, okay? So feel into the difference between these two statements. Why is X so hard for me? I find it really impossible to do X. Versus, I'm showing up to X as my most empowered self. Now you're not denying that perhaps there is a challenge involved, but the signal that you are sending to your nervous system is so different. And that small tweak in words has a huge ripple through the whole feedback loop within your nervous system and allows you to show up with a completely different energy. And that shift in energy can literally be the difference between you not even bothering to try something and you rising to the challenge, coming through the other side and then having the lived experience to know you're capable. This is where belief is boosted. And it's also why Activate Your Magic, which is the group coaching program that I run and will be reopening the doors to next month, it has an entire module dedicated to the power of your words. Because words can either be a prison, holding us shackled to our past, or they can create the pathway to a whole new future. Now, there is a slight caveat to this, which is also why affirmations a lot of the time fall short. Just saying things without marrying the energetic work of your words with actual actions will not create results because you're not giving yourself evidence to back up what you're saying. If I just sat, this is a really silly example, but I've used it in the past and it's so silly, I feel like it just demonstrates the point wonderfully. If I sat every day on my meditation cushion and in my meditation at the end of it, I affirmed to myself, I am ready to receive fresh air. I'm ready to receive fresh air. And I did that for minutes. But I wasn't marrying that energetic intention with any action. And I just stayed cooped up in my house and never ever bothered to open a window. I can be saying the most wonderful things ever about how I truly am worthy of fresh air and I I deserve it and I'm ready to receive it. And it's not gonna happen. Life is a co-creation and I am so passionate about working in totality with everything that's available, masculine and feminine coming together to create your most powerful self, your most radiant self. And that's the inner experience. And externally, the mysticism and the magic of life, spirituality, energetics, being married with your action. We can't simply wish things into existence, but equally, it isn't healthy to only ever be coming from this really, really driven type A, must do, 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 how much more effort can I exert kind of energy. We get to be balanced, inner world and outer world. And lastly, I believe this is point four. 
you will have heard the saying, it takes a village. One of the main takeaways that I can offer up from my experiences so far of investing in my own personal development, in my spiritual development, and my professional development is that we cannot do it alone. And my first intention during our opening call for the certification that I'm doing right now, when our coach said, why are you here? My intention was to see what I cannot see alone. Because if you are desiring more for yourself, if you want to keep growing, if you want your self-belief to keep expanding and therefore your reality of what is possible to keep growing, remember where we started. The role of the mind is to keep you in survival, to keep you safe. And I've touched on this in many other episodes. What this can often lead to is you coming up against people's fears, people's worries for you, for your safety, because perhaps you want to take steps that aren't predictable, that others haven't made. And so I've definitely experienced this in my life. You can come up a lot against, but don't do that because X, Y, Z could go wrong. Or are you sure it would be much easier to do this? Or why don't you just stick with what you know? We can get a lot of that energy coming towards us. But if you truly desire living a life where your wholeness gets to come forward and you get to expand your reality, point four, I believe, is to become more aware of what is in your field? What are you consuming? What are you taking in? And some of this you'll be taking in knowingly and others you'll start to realize, oh, I've been picking up on other people's fears. They're not even mine. Or I've started to live according to someone else's rules. And actually that doesn't feel right in my body. What are you consuming? What tone, what energy, what kind of narrative is being told to you by your choice of friends, by the programs that you're watching, the podcasts that you're listening to, the music, you know, a lot of this is subconscious programming and that's why millions, probably billions gets put into adverts because we're, the subconscious is influenced by these things subliminally, you know, what we practice, we become, right? And that also applies to what we're taking in, what our eyes are seeing, what our ears are hearing on a daily basis. That will be impacting your levels of self-belief. So clean up what is being fed to you. And that's not to say that you have to cut ties with loads of people or you have to drastically change what you watch, what you listen to. You integrate this to the degree that you wish to But I cannot tell you how valuable it is if, like me, you are a slight outlier in your group where, you know, not all of your friends are really, really into spirituality or personal development, where a lot of the people in your family perhaps do just go into the standard nine to five thing and it's like, wait, why does she have to be different? Why does she always want to travel? Why does she always want to do that? What is this new hobby that she's picked up? I cannot tell you how valuable it is to balance out the energy that might come towards you from people that you are related to or your close friends that are giving you this messaging of fear because they just love you and they want you to be safe and balancing that out 
by putting yourself in communities and containers for your growth, whether online or in person, with people who quote unquote get it, who are evolving past the functionality of their mind to simply survive, and are choosing to listen to what is in their body, what is in their heart as well, so that they get to live a life that they have designed on purpose and that they love. And this is where belief gets boosted. When you act on what you care about, it fortifies how capable you are. In essence, self-belief is not grown in a vacuum. You get to give yourself the space and the opportunity to display how capable you are and develop a healthier perspective and relationship with quote-unquote failure where you realize that there is no failing in life. There are experiences and every single experience is a chance to be learning and growing from. So the more you shield yourself from exposure to experiences, the less chance you are giving yourself to boost your own self-belief. I could talk about this for a long, long time and I invite you to come into coaching with me if you really want to delve into the magic that you can uncover through this work. For now, contemplate on where in your life you already feel really confident in your ability and I can guarantee you that those areas you feel it, for me it's training, health and fitness, these are areas where you have given yourself the chance over time to display how capable you are and over time you have felt more confident to take on greater challenge. If you're going to take just one thing from this episode, it is the feedback loop. What you're believing informs your thinking, your thinking informs how you feel, and how you feel dictates what actions you take or don't take. And the feedback loop is precisely what we are working with in my coaching programs, so please do check the link in the show notes. So if you want to close this year as your most empowered self, check the link in the show notes and keep your eyes out for Activate Your Magic, my group program launching next month. As always, I deeply appreciate you tuning in and listening to the podcast. Remember, until the 27th of August, leave me a rating or review tag and share onto your stories and you are in with the chance of receiving a Your Destiny reading with me valued at £111 and this is an incredible opportunity to gain an instant upgrade around where your unique energy stays in the comfort zone versus where your soul wishes you to go and grow in this lifetime. Thank you for being here with me and I will see you in the next episode.